Hey there, Sharon Horn Elstrom here. Let's talk about how to hit the books. Our idiom today is to hit the books. Now, we're not going to literally pound on books and hit the books, but we are going to talk about what this idiom means, where it came from, and how you can use it to grow and build and supersize your business or to create and develop or change or improve because we never really want to make things worse in our life, anything in your life, right? Uh, this is one of those idioms or expressions that there's no clear origin. Uh, nobody really knows exactly where it came from. It became popular in the mid-20th century, so in the mid-1900s it started to be used. And maybe that was associated with more people going to college, more people um, in formal education systems, at least here in America in English. Uh, by you know the mid-1900s, pretty much everybody throughout the country was being educated in some kind of a public or private school system, as well as um, many, you know, much higher percentage of the population was going to college, getting degrees, um, studying longer and in their life, in the beginning of their life than, than previously. So I, of course, always think of this. When I hear hit the books, the first thing I think of is studying and school and college and cramming for exams and researching. I was one of those nerdy gals, nerdy girls, I guess, that loved going to the library. I, I grew up in the days when we actually had amazing libraries that we went to. Now, there's some amazing libraries still today. You know, the Hill Reference Library still exists in St. Paul, although I haven't been there for well over a decade uh, for lots of reasons. You know, the internet, once the internet came into play, it's so easy to have you know, the world at our fingertips or the world on our cell phone in our hand or at the fingertips of our computers that we don't literally hit the books as often. Hit the books meaning read the books, to study something, to research, to do our due diligence, to look into something, uh, to be curious about it and then go find the information about it that will help us understand more about a topic or, or, or an organization or whatever. So. We do our due diligence with respect to everything we do, hopefully in our business, in our life. We don't just date someone without, hopefully nowadays, doing a little research. We don't get involved with a business partner without <clears throat> checking their references, doing some research, looking into things, because it's so easy to do nowadays. The problem with things being easy to do is it's really easy not to do it too. And it's easy to take things on face value, not do our homework, not do our research, not do our due diligence, and then wonder why we make mistakes or we have challenges that we didn't really need to have if we had just put a little more time in the upfront planning and studying of a topic or a project or a subject that was of interest to us. So I always think of studying in college, and I'm sure if I racked my brain, I could come up with lots of examples of when I waited till the end of the semester and then hit the books the night before or two nights before the final exam and you know pulled out at least a passing grade so that I could move on to the next subject or the next level. I think back I was cleaning out some things in my mom's house. My mom when my dad passed away we she moved again and, and we cleaned a bunch of stuff out of her house. And in there were German notebooks, German uh actually essays written in my handwriting with my name on it so I knew they were mine but they were you know full fluent German and I looked at them and I'm like I I have no idea what these say I could pick a word out here and there but it's like anything else if we don't use the information that we that we gain if we don't use the things that we've learned we we, we lose them we don't um, have access to that information as readily now if I were to brush up on my German I'm sure I could be as fluent as I was when I was in college but since I've only had the opportunity to practice and speak German a handful of times since college I have almost no 
understanding or recollection of German. Although I can watch a movie with German dubbing and German subtitles and I can understand most of the German. So it's one of those examples of we study things and I studied German from I think third or fourth grade until um, all through college. So how many years of German is that? That's a lot of studying of a, a topic to not really retain any of it. But I also can't play the piano and I took piano lessons for probably seven or, or more years as well. So it just goes to show us if you don't practice and use the things that you learn, you absolutely will lose them. But if you do practice, if you do actually implement and, and apply the things that you learn, you can keep them forever and become a master in them. So what is your favorite way to learn, your favorite way to study, your favorite way to gather due diligence, get information? Some people love to do it all themselves. I'm a researcher by, I don't know why, but I love to, I'm curious about stuff, so I like to dig into and research topics and, and understand the foundational frameworks of them <clears throat> before I will go to other sources. So I actually still like to, regardless of my eye challenges, hit the books or hit the library or hit the internet to research and get a broad understanding of a topic myself. Then, if I need more detailed information, you can hire researchers, you can hire people to, to research groups, you can buy studies that actually dig deep into different topics that you might be interested in. There's still a huge universities, nonprofits, associations for almost every industry on the planet, and they keep tons of information about that particular industry, about that profession, and you can always get information from them. Government websites are huge for information, and it's all in the public domain. It's for us to access and learn from and use. So if you're starting a small business, small business administration, uh, there are tons of resources that are available for free. Plus, we can hire coaches, and we can get involved in masterminds. We can join networking groups, all kinds of ways to get the information we need, do our due diligence, research a topic, and then pick and choose the information we want and apply that information to help us grow and build and supersize whatever area of our business we want to be working on. So I'm just curious, do you still, and it ha you know, probably you've hit the books at some time in your life if you're listening to me, but if you haven't, um, how do you prefer to learn? How do you like to go about gathering information, doing your due diligence? There's some areas and aspects of my businesses that I just hire that out. Um, for example, hiring employees. I just have, uh, I go to an agency and they do a background check on people. Um, not, a, not, not because I'm looking for anything, but I'm looking for their honesty, truth, and misinformation, right? Because it's easy to write a resume and put whatever you want on it. Because a lot of people know that the vast majority of people don't even call references. They still don't in this day and age. They might check your social media, which, you know, that's supposed to be, what used to be illegal when it first happened, first started, but now everybody has somebody that checks your social media. So if you think that you can put anything in the world out in social media and nobody's ever going to find out, think again, because everything nowadays we do, we say, we gets recorded with everybody having a cell phone these days, we need to always remember to behave as if somebody were watching, even if they're not. Guess what? We should do that anyway, because we're good human beings. So always behave as if somebody's watching and there's, you know, if you believe in a higher power, there's always somebody watching anyway. Up to you to decide what matches your beliefs and what works for you. So curious, share in the comments below your experience with due diligence, how you do it, how you study, how you research a new topic or idea. Uh, I do reading challenges with Avil Beckford. I love her reading challenges because they cause me to take and all the books that I have, because I have thousands of books, and focus in on a topic of, you know, and books that I haven't ever gotten to. I don't know about 
many people, but I tend to be one of those people that I get curious about a subject, I get a bunch of books on it, I do a bunch of research online, I save it all into uh, a software program, which they're changing all the time. I can't remember the name of one I use usually. It's got an elephant on it. Anyway, I just automatically do that. And then when I need that information, it's all in one place and I just go back and re I refer to it when I need to apply that. That's it. That's our idiom for today. Last day on my own with my amazing little granddaughter. So I'm excited about that so I can get some rest and catch up on the things that I haven't been doing in the last couple of weeks. Have an amazing day. If I can help you in any way, ask in the comments below. Otherwise, I will see you tomorrow with a couple more days of book-related idioms because I thought the month of June is a great, uh, since I'm doing a reading challenge with Avil, it's a great month to talk about some of the amazing idioms and expressions that have to do with books, even those like this one that we don't know the actual origin of. I'm sure somebody knows, but uh, it must go pretty deep on the internet because I couldn't find it easily when I was doing my research and due diligence to find the, the origin of this particular idiom. Have an awesome day, and I will, of course, be with you tomorrow.